Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Hey y'all, it's your host, Emily Aries, and today's boss tip is how to spot a bad company culture. A few years ago, I walked into the sprawling offices of a major advocacy organization in downtown DC. I was there to interview for a digital organizer position that would enable me to fight on behalf of the issues I cared about using the latest digital communication strategies. It was a well-paid position with great benefits, so I was hoping to learn that this job was as great in real life as it seemed on paper. I walked through the fishbowl-style offices that were filled with folks slumped over their computer screens or standing at adjustable standing desks, typing away, earbuds in. At first glance, the office looked like any other, but then I realized speaking at a normal inside voice volume echoed through the uncomfortably silent halls of what was essentially a cubicle farm. I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but the energy in that office just gave me some weird vibes. I felt like I was walking on eggshells, but I made it to the corner office where my interview was to take place and sat down with the two folks who would be my boss and my boss's boss. They were conducting the interview. Right away, I could sense that the communication between the two of them wasn't entirely in sync. In fact, it seemed like the senior director didn't care much for her subordinate, who would be my boss. But hey, They both asked great questions, allowed me plenty of time to make my case, and they seemed sincerely interested in bringing me on. They explained the role's objectives pretty clearly, but admitted that the environment was fast-paced, and with multiple stakeholders, those objectives tended to change week to week, month to month. That felt like a little bit of a second red flag, because the information was conveyed almost with a resigned sigh, a sign of frustration that the supervisor had for the very nature of the work at hand. Regardless, I left feeling confident in my interview performance and thrilled that they seemed so interested. Like any job seeker would, I felt flattered and excited that they seemed to like me. A few days later, I received a formal offer And it was $8,000 higher than another offer I had just received for a similar position in a smaller firm. Now, don't get me wrong. The extra money was super tempting. But I couldn't shake the memory of the weird vibes that I was just sensing in their office. So I decided to call around and ask others in the industry what they knew. I spoke with an internal staff member at the organization and a handful of professionals who were external, but they associated with the folks who would be my colleagues. As I was having these conversations, I made super sure to be delicate in asking about the company culture because I didn't want to come across as gossipy or suspicious. I explained the situation I found myself in, and people genuinely sympathized. In fact, many of them confirmed my suspicions and told me candidly that the organization seemed to be having trouble holding on to talent and experienced a lot of turnover. 
So I ended up turning down the better paying offer because I knew in my gut I wasn't going to be sustainably happy there. And I didn't want to enter a toxic workplace, even though I needed a job soon. And to be honest, with another offer on the table, I felt pretty confident in my ability to be choosy. I was looking for a place that I could thrive for the long term. As hard as it was to turn down an offer that paid 8K more a year, I'm glad I did. Because just a few weeks later, both of the people who interviewed me ended up leaving that organization. And one didn't even leave on his own accord. He was fired. I honestly felt like I dodged a bullet and was so grateful that I'd listened to my gut instincts and done the extra legwork to confirm my suspicions. Have you ever had an experience like this or any strategies for interviewing the company that's interviewing you? I want to hear about them. Share your experiences in the comments section of this episode at bossedup.org slash episode 11 or in the Bossed Up Courage community on Facebook. I'd love to hear how these boss tips work for you. Let's face it, speaking up at work can be really hard to do, especially for women and women of color. When the stakes are high and you've already worked so hard to just be the only woman in the room and you want to get everything right, you want to have all your facts and figures accurate before making your voice heard, it's just so much easier to stay silent instead. Researcher Deb Chahansky calls this loss of voice phenomenon. And It actually emerges in adolescent women at greater rates than men, and it sticks with us for the rest of our lives. Self-silencing behavior can actually become an unconscious habit unless we consciously engage in practicing our assertive communication skills. And we here at Bossed Up have set out to help women like you do just that. Speak Up, my live assertive communication course is back open for enrollment, and we're kicking off a new cohort launching this June. Over the course of eight life-changing weeks, you'll have access to interactive online curriculum and live weekly practice sessions where you, Irene and I, and a cohort of fellow Speak Up bosses who are owning their voice, overcoming the social messages that have taught us to keep silent, and really learning to strategically and assertively communicate when it matters most, we'll actually have the practice time to rewire our brains, create new neural pathways, and build better habits when it comes to speaking up with confidence and precision and assertively communicating in the workplace. Learn more and enroll today to secure your spot at bossedup.org speakup. That's bossedup.org speakup.